It's Monday morning. Happy Monday. Wake up. It's Monday. It's time to start the week. Get out of bed, you sleepyhead. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, yay or nay, we discuss Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King, plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is October 28th, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. Hey, I see what you did there with the yay or nay, <laughs> Kanye. Good job. I give you props for that one. Thank you, thank you. All right, so today is National Chocolate Day. Hello. Everybody give a shout out for that. Mm-mm-mm. Today is the day that you can eat all the chocolate and it doesn't count. Except for your calories or your macros or whatever it is that you're counting, it doesn't count. But you can't eat white chocolate because it's not really chocolate. <laughs> it's a matter of opinion. There is no, no fact It has there. no chocolate in it not, at all. Nope, it's in the name. <laughs> That's where it's at. Um, it's also Statue of Liberty Dedication Day. All right. We got that from the... French? Yes, it was a gift from the yeah. French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got a smaller one over there. Did they? That Did I they? learned on National Treasure. Too, oh. I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Could have been fake. I don't know. A lot of that stuff was fake. It sounds kind of fake. All right. It's also Wild Foods Day. Now I have a question about this. Like, what is Wild Foods? Are we talking about like wild caught foods like elk and buffalo no, I feel like I feel like this would be in the in the Alaskan wacky, salmon like wacky foods day kind okay, of thing Okay but then what's wacky foods because like I feel like we are our generation is much more experimental than our parents generation ever was Grasshopper sushi It's not even a thing man Is a thing <laughs> There is a restaurant that serves it somewhere in America. I learned it on Good Mythical Morning, but I don't remember where it's from. <laughs> All right, so hey, I want to hear our listeners' wild foods that they eat today. Yep. Like, they got to send us a message or something. Tweet somehow. us your wild foods. Yes, wild I want to know. Foods. Educate me, because I feel dumb. Wild foods. Foods. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, gracious. Okay. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Christian party game, Judge Not, and its new Christmas edition, Judge Not, Object the Halls. It's the Christian Christmas party game that finally lets you judge and gossip about your closest friends right to their face. In this game, you take turns playing judge and jury and decide who is to blame for the offenses listed, i.e. pointing out specks in others' eyes while ignoring planks in your own. Offenses like... Whose Christmas cookies came out looking like zombie versions of the ones on Pinterest? And who's insistent that Die Hard is the best Christmas movie? Chris. The jury votes who (laughs) in the group is most likely to have committed the offense. Whoever votes for the person judged the most gets the point. Uh, Being judged unfairly, well, you have a chance to object and make your case why someone else in the room is the real offender. This is the only Christian game where you'll either become closer friends or never want to talk to each other ever again. We're hoping for the former. Court is in session, as both our core game and the new Christmas version are available now. Go to backrowradio.com slash games for more info. Backrowradio.com slash games. All right, everybody. It's I know that, a, like, I'm not just doing a shameless plug here, I swear, but it really is the best game ever. It is very fun. We're really happy, and we're finally, finally rolling out these expansions and, and special versions, and so mm-hmm. it's, it's so good. Yeah. 
So good. All right, guys. Well, it's been a while since we've done this. What? What are we doing? Uh, it's been like two months since we've done Christianese translations. Oh, gosh. So I don't know. I take that back. I think Hillary and I did them. That well, one, one random been, Monday. It's been two weeks or two months. I'm sorry. Since we. Since you and I have done them. Done Christianese translations. So I am going to list a phrase here that you might hear commonly in Christian circles and church culture. And Mo is going to tell you what it really means. Are we ready? Ready. First phrase you might hear, I'm not gifted in that area. Meaning, no chance in heck I'm taking on that much responsibility for free. <laughs> you often hear this, I'll lead us in prayer. Meaning... Listen to how holy I am. <laughs> and lastly, if it's God's will. Meaning, keep dreaming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, a uh, little bit of sad news coming out of the Christian music industry. And I'm sure you saw this at some point. I did. Yeah. Um, Truett Foster McKeon, the oldest son of Christian, rap, Christian rapper Toby Mac, died Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday in Nashville. Uh, this was from a representative uh, of the family that confirmed to USA Today. He was 21 years old. Uh, the National Fire Department responded late Wednesday morning to a report of a person in cardiac arrest at the home uh, in the city's Rander neighborhood. Uh, McKeon was pronounced dead on arrival. McKeon's cause and manner of death remain under investigation, the Metro National Police Department said. An autopsy will be conducted at the medical examiner's office. I'm sure it's already been conducted at this point. Um, Toby Mac, who, uh, whose real name, if you didn't know, is actually Kevin Michael McKeon, mm-hmm. uh, postponed the remaining dates of his week-long Canadian tour to return home to his wife and other children in Franklin, Tennessee. He was in Canada when it happened, uh, and he didn't get back home until after midnight the day of. Um, he, uh, he posted a, a long post on on uh, Instagram, a very emotional post about uh, all the great things that, you know, the families loved about the son and, and him growing up and him starting his own career. And, mm-hmm. and he talked about how he was going out uh, recently to see his son's first, like, show, his first performance. Yeah, and, it was the Thursday night before he passed away. Right. And uh, that it went really well. Uh, he's, you know, he made it clear that you know their styles are completely different. And if you've gone and seen any of his stuff, which he's, he's, you know, when he's been on the the guest spots growing up since a little kid on Toby Mac's albums, you know, through the years, he's gone under the name of True Dog or True because his name's Truett, of course. Uh, but as he's gone on to create his own career, he's gone by the name Moxie and the name Shiloh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he has a few songs that he has uh, written, produced, done everything for, made the music, did the whole, every bit of it uh, himself on YouTube. Um, they're different. They're, yeah. they're not Toby Mac at all. It's not, not what you expect. And he even sounds a lot different than any of the incarnations that he's been on you know, Toby Mac's albums right. as a guest spot. Uh, and they're, you know, the songs are a little rougher. Uh, you know, he, he, uh, he's not making Christian music, I guess. Let's put it that way. Right. But, but they're good. At yeah. least the ones that I heard, there's only a few tracks out there that he's done. Um, but yeah, Toby made it a, a point to say, you know, he, he was a man who, who struggled with his faith, but 
always came running back to God and, you know, he, he said, give me somebody who, give me somebody who fights for his faith, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, uh, it's just, it's a sad, sad situation. Uh, the song scars that Toby Mac wrote with his last album, the elements was actually about kind of the strained relationship that he and his son had had since his son had grown up and moved out. Uh, but obviously given the, uh, in the part of that, uh, Instagram post, he shared the last text message that they had, which was Toby, you know, telling him how great he did at his show and, and, uh, encouraging him and you know his son responded you know you're you've always been uh behind mm-hmm. me always been my biggest fan make me feel like a superhero or something yeah. like that and uh so i mean it's it's uh it's heartbreaking to uh to hear that i mean i know he was an adult but it's still a kid you know it's mm-hmm. it's their kid and it's it's always heartbreaking when a parent outlives their kid uh so you know toby toby in that post wanted to make it clear you know that they're they're still they're still trusting in God for what's best. And, you know, they know that they're, that God is God in the hills and in the valleys and, and, uh, they're going to remain faithful. But, yeah. uh, I know that's gotta be one of the things that makes, that shakes your faith. Like, you know, cause you imagine, cause I imagine, you know, one of my kids, that would be hard for me. I think it's probably one of the most difficult things that you can ever go through mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah. And, that is when like my anxiety kicks in. I have to separate myself from thoughts like that because yeah. that's something that I fear and I realize I shouldn't fear it. It's God's plan. It's you know, if that were to happen, I would have to trust that that's God's plan and just as Toby said in his Instagram post, he is God is good and God is still a good God in the hills and in the valleys. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is very much a valley, but God is still there and God is still good. I the biggest thing that I I like I just wanted to wrap my arms around them. Obviously, not only because of the loss that they're going through. But for me, what I read and what I received from that Instagram post, you know, he's talking about Truett's walk with the Lord. And um, almost, um, I I can't think of the word that I want to use, but like backing up Truett's career choices, you know, knowing that there are going to be people who are going to judge him, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. even in his death, even in his passing, there are going to be those people who are going to go, well, have you heard his songs? Because I don't think that he was saved. He's probably not going to heaven. You know, there are going to be those people. And that really broke my heart, knowing that there was a portion of why that Instagram post was released and give, you know, why mm-hmm. he, he used the words that he used and, and chose to touch on the things that he chose to touch on. It was just a matter of a protective father, yeah, you know, saying, absolutely. this was my son. I knew him. I knew his, his life choices. They weren't the best, you know, no one ever makes the best life choices, but I also know that he loved God and he loved God fiercely. Mm-hmm. And so regardless and not regardless, but on top of the loss, I just wanted to also love on them for that because that it's just going to be a sucky time for their family to have yeah. to combat some of those mm-hmm. really hateful, hateful things that are going to be said. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer that there's such a large segment of our 
of the believer community it is. that is so quick to do that. It is. And, it is. Uh, it's always yeah. It always happens. It's mm-hmm. always on every situation like that where there's an opportunity to be kind and loving and an opportunity to you know rub in the worst parts. Mm-hmm. There's a section of us that are always rubbing in the worst parts, mm-hmm. and that bums me out. And I we're kind of going to talk about that a little bit more <laughs> with our main topic today. You've got to. Uh, it's that. Yeah pull that mm-hmm. between our fleshly desires and what God has called us to do, who he has called us to be. Even my very first thought was, oh, a 21-year-old, 21? Was he 21? 21, yeah. A 21-year-old died in his home. Uh-oh. What What happened? What did he die of? You know, yeah. that was my first. And then I'm like, are you kidding me, you stupid, idiotic moron? <laughs> Someone has just lost their child. Yeah. A young life has been taken even though we know what's on the other side what's happening right now sucks and is hard and all that you can think about is the gossip side of it yeah we get, get cynical yeah we get cynical about it yeah We're like well he died okay well I'll, I'll wait to be sad until i find out and make sure it wasn't from drugs yeah, or something, something that else. he and, did right yeah and that's even if it was that's heartbreaking exactly the fact that he it, you know, it, and I'm not saying he was, but I'm saying if, right. if that were the case, even the fact that he struggled with that should be heartbreaking to you. It shouldn't be a judgment thing where we're just looking down our nose. Exactly. So, yeah, whatever. I don't know if they will, you know, ever publicly release. I wh- hope they why don't. He died, but to yeah, be totally I, honest, they shouldn't. It's none of our business. And it's so. the other thing that I find strange, just on that topic, is that. I've never heard Toby Mac be mentioned on CNN or anywhere else, except when something tragic and gossipy happened. Yeah. That bums me out, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's very true. Yeah. I mean, it's the world that we live in. (coughs) All right, all right. Well, uh, we're going to uh, jump into some music coming up in the next hour. We're going to talk about Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King, but for now, it is Manic Monday. So we're going to kick off this music block with three louder Christian hits. Stick around. We'll be back at the top of the next hour. Hey, have you heard? We're so glad that you're listening to the Backroom Morning Show in its podcast form. But we hear there's actually an entire radio station that plays some amazing Christian music throughout the show and all day long. We've heard and now you have too. Join us at BackrowRadio.com and stream online or download our free app for iPhone and Android. Backrow Radio, Christian music in every flavor. Are you new here in heaven? Yeah, I just arrived. So what did you do to get into heaven? Well, I don't know. Uh, I found a wallet once with $1,000 in it and returned it all to the owner. Ever think what it would be like if we got to heaven by being good? Is that all? Well, what did you do to get in? I put my boy through college by unselfishly working every weekend for 10 years making bean dip to sell at the flea market. Wow. That's nothing. I invented the cure for placeboscitis, which saved the lives of thousands of people who didn't even know they were sick. Ooh. 
Wait a minute. I single-handedly took on 12 gang members to protect a little old lady. Wow. wow. When did you do that? About a minute ago. The Bible makes it clear that heaven is a gift from God to those who trust Him. It's not something we earn or deserve. Heaven won't be filled with proud or boastful people. You know, I never thought heaven would be so hot. Morning show, Man and Mo in the studio with you today. It's the second hour. We are glad to have you with us, and we are kicking off the second hour with five rando factoids. Five random facts. <laughs> uh, baby sloths are dependent on cuddling. If a baby sloth is separated from its mother, it will squeal until they are re- reunited. In captivity, a baby sloth will do the same and even refuse to eat until it has something soft to hold on to. Oh, <laughs> you cuddle slow. Now I just want to say baby sloth. Baby sloth. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> I'll be stuck in your head all day. Sorry. The children of identical twins are genetically the equivalent of siblings, not cousins. What? Weird. That's insane. Yeah, I guess it would make sense, though. Because they're essentially, identical twins, essentially the same person. That is so, like, (laughs) genetics, man. Yeah. I have identical twin cousins, Rachel and Elizabeth. I'm going to have to message them and be like, hey, fun fact. Your kids are actually siblings, not cousins. (laughs) Uh, If you were to drive your car vertically into the sky at 60 miles per hour, it would only take an hour to reach outer space. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> Cottage cheese is an ideal before bed snack, according to the researchers at Florida State University. It has a positive effect on your metabolism and overall health, improves, helps to improve muscle recovery, and doesn't result in body fat gains. <sighs> I know, I hate cottage it's cheese. Disgusting. And. My guess is you have to eat cottage cheese plain as the ideal snack. Right. Because you add anything to it. Exactly. (laughs) And cottage cheese already is disgusting. It's just... The whole experience. Opening it up. Looking at it. Spoon in there. The noise it makes. Popping out. No. no. See? I have so many people that are like, what? You don't like cottage cheese? It's amazing. You like cheddar cheese, right? They don't taste the same. That is not the same thing at all. Thank you. (laughs) Cottage cheese is so far removed from any hard cheeses. For real. (laughs) For real. I I don't even want the curds in it. Like, just give me, if I were to eat cottage cheese, I want to eat it like sour cream. You know, it's just like. Smooth. Put yeah, put it in a blender. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have to do. I, I enjoy salsa. I don't enjoy chunky salsa. Really? And so 
even pretty much every store about salsa I buy is too chunky for me. The, my favorite restaurants have it like really, it's really small, really thin. So yeah. like to do that, I have to put it in a blender to get it just, you know, where you have teeny tiny chunks of vegetables in there that you don't feel like you're biting into part of a tomato or a jalapeno or whatever. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I can blender, see Chris Blender now. covers a lot of sins. What are you, what are you making for your midnight snack, babe? Cottage cheese smoothies. Cottage cheese smoothies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And rewatching your favorite movies and shows and listening to your favorite songs repeatedly can help your brain relax by putting it at ease. That is why we watch Friends every night as we go to sleep. Thank you very much. (laughs) A new poll of 2,000 Americans examined the personality differences between people based on their first morning cup. Coffee or tea? If you're a creative, introverted morning person, then odds are you prefer coffee over tea. However, the results found that tea drinkers are more likely to be extroverted, adventurous night owls. A survey conducted by one poll on behalf of the Chinette brand revealed that the average coffee drinker typically downs 3.4 cups a day, while the tea fans sip through 2.7 cups. Over half, 57% of tea drinkers, were self-described average sleepers, but if your beverage of choice is coffee, you were more likely to be a light sleeper. This doesn't seem to ring true for me. Not for me at all, period. Like, I'm... I tend to be I'm the the, exception, apparently. (laughs) I tend to be the creative, introverted morning person. I do not like coffee. I very much like tea. But I don't like hot tea. And that didn't really specify... Well, if I it assume... had to be tea, hot tea, or if it could be iced tea, because I enjoy me some sweet iced tea. See, mm. and I just assumed it was hot tea. Yeah, but I bet okay, it is. I am very much the extrovert night owl, but I'm not really adventurous. I'm more creative. Mm, yeah, so and I'm a coffee drinker. You're a havesy. Like, <laughs> sitting on the fence, people some sitting on the havesy. fence. <laughs> All right. (laughs) So, it's unavoidable this whole weekend. I'm sure all you've really been hearing about is Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. Listen, I was at a Women of Destiny conference, (laughs) so all I've been hearing about is how Jesus is my king. I ain't been hearing about how Jesus is Kanye's king. Um. (laughs) So, let's let's try and go over some of the, the high points of the story here. So it's been clear throughout Kanye's career that he has at least had a tenuous grasp of faith. Uh, he had that Jesus Walks song several, several years ago, which, you know, while still arrogant and, and uh, vulgar in many parts, it had a couple good lines in there that were true, such as, but if I mention Jesus on my record, then it won't get played. Huh? Like that, really good. Really, it was a convicting line to the secular world, saying that we should let more Christian artists be played on radio, you know, normal radio. But it's always, you know, been very clear that Kanye was about Kanye, mm-hmm. and as that's gone on from Jesus Walks, he even was semi-blasphemous, kind of calling himself God with uh, giving himself the nickname uh, Jesus and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and and uh, that's been. I mean, at at best, controversial. <laughs> I mean, it's more very blasphemous. Um, but 
as a, as things have been going on last year, the beginning of last year, beginning of 2008, he started announcing that his next album was coming. And the album was going to be called Yandi. And uh, it was supposed to be like a follow-up to the Jesus Walks album. It has it had a release date of September of last year, 2018. That came and went. And then they set another release date like a month later. That came and went. Nothing, nothing happened. And then a few months ago, we find out that he has he announces that you know he's actually accepted Christ as his savior, mm-hmm. which of course was met with heavy skepticism mm-hmm. just because it's Kanye it's West. Kanye West and everything <laughs> that he does is met with skepticism these days um, and so he started saying that you know the album has changed it's Jesus is king now back before that happened some of Yandi was leaked online and so there were a couple songs or at least bits of songs that people heard None of those songs are on this album that came out. Those mm-hmm. songs sounded more like Kanye West used to sound like. Apparently, he nixed Yandi and did a whole new record completely devoted to Jesus. Hmm. Um, of course, he's been doing the Sunday services now uh, at the same time since since that uh, since that announcement came out. Um I think they've all been, I don't know where they've all been. They've all been in like one place. It's not been like a concert tour. Um, but a Sunday service where everyone, big outdoor thing, where everyone gets, sings songs, and uh, then they have a pastor preach. And it's his personal, not like personal pastor, but it's his pastor. He doesn't have a he pastor on retainer. Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his own pastor. And and uh, this guy was interviewed too. This pastor was interviewed too. Basically, I believe the only reason anyone wanted to interview him was to be like, is this for real? Yeah. Is he real? And uh, he's he talked about very level-headed. He sounded like a n- normal dude, believes everything that you believe, not a prosperity gospel, not strange or out there, any weird cult. Sounded like a normal evangelical pastor. And he's talking about uh, how he actually asked Kanye all these questions. You know, he asked him the questions that any pastor typically does ask uh, mm-hmm. when someone says that they want to accept Christ. So, do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you accept this? And uh, he said that, you know, Kanye, you know, he's a new believer. He's a young believer, but he understands and he made the decision. He says he, he believes it is 100% genuine, and he has seen a change in him since then. Uh, one of the biggest things that spoke out to me is that this pastor said that Kanye came to him and said he was going to quit music. He said he wanted to leave rap, leave the rap music scene, leave music altogether, because that's been such a, a source of, of evil for mm-hmm. him, and that the rap industry itself is evil, and... And uh, he doesn't want to put himself in that position anymore. And it was his pastor that actually encouraged him. Why can't you use that for the Lord? Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, you know, he said, there are Christian rappers. He said, have you ever heard of Lecrae, uh, Trip Lee, Andy Mineo? Have you ever heard of any of these? And Connie said, no, I've never heard of them before. And so, you know, he encouraged him to go listen to some of the Christian hip hop artists out there. and, And, you know, that was kind of the beginnings of, changing the Yandi album into the Jesus is King album and deciding to go forward in music. Um, Which I think is, is incredibly humble of him to think, you know, well, 
I should just quit. You know, I should quit and not cause any more problems, make sure I stay out of that. Mm -hmm. I think that was incredibly humble, which is something that Kanye West historically has never been. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that has really come to light. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I think that's really come to light in the lyrics on this this uh, album, which we'll we'll kind of dig into in this in the last hour. But I feel like he is sounding the least arrogant he's ever sounded yeah. in these lyrics. Yeah. Um, I am not a Kanye fan. I have never been a Kanye fan, but it's because of his arrogance, just mm -hmm. his better than thou stuck up i there i don't think i've ever listened to a kanye song in full ever because i just can't stomach it can't, I can't. get through and can't i get through the lyrics just listen to four so <laughs> and it honestly matt it wasn't until you said that that i was like it's that is so true that is so and to me that's probably the biggest sign of a true heart a change. change yeah um, I don't think, I don't think any of us on the, at least in, on, in the Christian community, were expecting what we got. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that we were expecting, uh, him to be this self-deprecating mm -hmm. in several of the songs, this, uh, honest in several of the songs. I didn't expect him to be this reverent of Jesus in all of the songs. Yeah. I definitely wasn't expecting him to be the next dude to make a song about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you got Tim Fair. Hawkins, you got Jaron Myers, you got Shama. <laughs> so, and as I was now listening, Kanye West. is it called Chick-fil-A? Is that what it's, it's called, called? Closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday. That's right. So as I was listening to it, I honestly was rolling my eyes. You probably made the mistake by having me listen to that one first. Um, but I was rolling my eyes thinking, seriously, it's just another Chick-fil-A song. It is. This is a joke. This is dumb. This is what he wants to call a Christian album, a Christian song. This is ridiculous. But then I really had to tap into the lyrics yeah. and the chorus and I guess, are we talking about the lyrics in the second or in the last in the second hour? hour? Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll get into them deep. But there was a few lyrics where when I removed my own personal feelings and thoughts and I was like, this is reflective of Jesus. He's not necessarily speaking. I mean, yes, he's talking about Chick-fil-A. But when you see the symbolism in it, mm -hmm. it's reflective of Jesus. And it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Which it almost makes me want to throw up a little bit in my mouth oh <laughs> uh, so this album itself uh even got delayed several times uh it was supposed to come out a few months ago i think and then it was supposed to come out at the beginning of october and then it was supposed to come out uh october 20th and then it got pushed back to october 25th or 20 yeah 25th or 24th 25th. That doesn't matter. I don't know. Let's keep going. At some point. some point. <laughs> it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to hit like on midnight. And then you're like, no, it's going to be 12 more hours. And so 12 more hours. And so I'm of sitting course. here wondering with the delays, at least the most recent delays, and thinking, you know, what could be behind those delays? And, you know, it's all speculation. But I fully believe that it's, you know, uh, making sure these lyrics are accurate. You know, mm -hmm. making sure that, that everything is, is uh, on point. And 
fully reflective of his current faith. So one of the interesting things that I saw that um, that has also kind of proven to me that this is a genuine change in him is that I saw a clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. Which I don't watch, but I saw this clip because it was on another... Kind of sounds like you do it watch it. <laughs> where Kanye West was talking with his wife and said, you know, was basically asking her not to dress as provocatively anymore. Hmm. And so they were having this discussion where she, you know, she likes to dress how she likes to dress. And, uh, you know, she's telling him, you're the one that had me dress like this to begin with. You're the one that wanted me. You encouraged me to dress you know, provocatively whenever we went out because you were showing me off and stuff like that. And now you're trying to change me and I'm not ready to change. You might be going through this, this new, uh, journey, but I'm not there yet kind of thing. And so, you know, Kanye wasn't being mean about it. Right. He wasn't up and upset and throwing things. He was being a husband. Yeah. He was expressing himself and, you know, and he accepted that, which I think is fine. Yeah. And, you know, she's been she's been expressing a little bit more faith uh, on her side, too. But, you know, not in the same uh, amount, I guess, as Kanye. So I don't really know where she is. But but, uh, you know, he made it clear it was because of that. It was because he didn't want um, he didn't want others to be staring at her, you know, because now he, you know, we're married. You know, mm-hmm. that should now be reserved for us mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and, you know, a, a, more of the weird Kanye stuff is that it's been reported that while they were producing the album, he he asked the people working on the album, most of whom were uh, not believers, to not have premarital sex while they're working on the album. <laughs> So this this all tells me that he does sound like a new Christian, you know, a baby Christian. Because that's exactly what happens when you become a Christian. Number one, you get really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Number two, you start to try and line everything up in your life really quickly yeah. with the <laughs> with the new morals that you're accepting. Right. And that comes off weird. <laughs> uh, but again, this this even that story didn't come off as him like, you know, you better not be having any sex or doing anything like this while we're working on, you know, it just, it was a request yeah. kind of thing of just, you know, he, he wanted to, he wanted the album to be as untainted as possible uh, to go out there. So one of the things that you said was that uh, to me before was that you had kind of heard that, that uh, some people are saying this is just Kanye trying to get a, make a quick buck off mm-hmm. of religious folks. Yeah. Because, There's some some yeah. opinions that he's not doing so well in the secular world. You know, albums aren't really selling. He's not making as much money. And so this is his last-ditch effort. Let's go after the Christian world. Mm-hmm. Let me say that I'm a Christian, and then I'll have all of all of their support. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was something that was brought up a lot on Twitter, I saw, because a lot of people were comparing it to an episode of South Park that I did see. Back when I was a teenager. Of course you uh, did. Where, You're a heathen. Where the episode was essentially the kids wanted to start a, a band and they wanted to be popular quick. And so they decided they'd be a Christian band. And so they took all these love songs and they replaced Baby with Jesus, you know, <laughs> and then just recorded all these 
these now Christian songs as a band called Faith Plus One <laughs> made tons of money. And so everyone's comparing that to, to Kanye as well, saying that he's doing the same thing. He's just going to go get all the Christian money because they pretty much have to love him because he's saying he's a Christian. And I, I mean, I can see why people would be skeptical because, again, this is a very different Kanye. And he has been so arrogant and blasphemous in the past to just flip the script now and he wants to go after the, the Christian market. I can see how people would think that. But I think the lyrics themselves kind of show otherwise. Because mm -hmm. they're not, they're, they're, they're shallow in the sense that they're from a new believer, but I don't think they're, they're so shallow that they come off as that fake. That they're fake. Yeah. yeah. They, they really do come off as genuine. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are going to talk a little bit more about that and a little more about this album at the top of the next hour. But it is time to take a break. So uh, let's, uh, let's dive in with Manic Monday. we got a few songs to kick Just off this music break. <laughs> Some of the louder Christian hits kicking us off, and we'll be back. So stick around. Sunday morning worship, every week beginning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Six hours of worship music, followed by a sermon by Dr. Johnny Funderburg. Only on Backrow Radio. this Monday morning. Glad to have you with us. It's the third hour. And uh, let's kick it off with a little news here. Little, little good news. Little joyful news to, to bring a smile to your face. A principal in Wisconsin came to the aid of a student who lost their lost tooth. Kurt Angeli, the principal at uh, Gillette Elementary School, wrote a letter to the tooth fairy explaining that a student at the school misplaced their newly lost tooth while playing at recess on school grounds. Due to the tooth being lost, the student was unable to put it under their pillow in order to collect their reward. As a trained principal and hobby dentist, I can verify that there is definitely a gap in the student's teeth that were not there this morning when he came in, Angeli wrote. <laughs> Please accept this letter as official verification of a lost tooth and provide the standard monetary exchange rate you normally use for a real tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sweet? That's awesome. The principal. Not even the teacher. The principal of the school. That's awesome. Oh. Nice. Did you, do you do the tooth fairy with your kids? Uh, no. 
No. No. Do you do anything with losing teeth? Any uh, kind of celebration? Yay! You lost a tooth. That's, it. That's awesome. <laughs> and then we let him go pick a piece of candy. Oh, okay. Here, start working on another one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it wasn't until like Mila had lost maybe three or four teeth that I was finally like, you know, and Tover and Cannon at that point had pretty much lost all their baby teeth. Yeah. And I realized. I am giving my kids candy for losing a tooth. <laughs> I am only adding to the issue. Well, like, they all got to go sometime. True. <laughs> true. But then again, at some point, their mouths are going to be full of more adult teeth than baby teeth. And now you're working on the adult teeth. Yeah. Yeah. But we, like, we don't do Santa. We don't do the Easter Bunny. How silly would it have been for us to do the tooth fairy? Like, <laughs> y'all don't do Santa at all? Mm-mm. Yeah. No Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what you got to I'm say not, about I'm it, not, Matt? I'm not. What you got to say? I'm not judging you. Uh, yeah, kind of are. I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking. Your face says otherwise. Just kind of sitting here thinking that. Why do you hate your kids so much? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Whatever. Your choice. Live your life. We'll talk about it at Christmas. (laughs) We've already talked about it before, but we'll talk about it in a couple months. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to remember that we've we've had this discussion before. (laughs) We've gained a few listeners since then, though, so. (laughs) All right. Well, getting back to our main topic, we're talking Jesus is King by Kanye West. Uh, We are going to look at some of the lyrics from the album. So there are a few songs that I was really interested in. Uh, but the first one has a, a key line that if you didn't understand kind of like the history of everything that's happened in the last couple of years, you might have missed it. The first the first real song, first full song is called Selah. And uh, the lyric in the first verse is, um, where's it at? Everybody wanted Yandi, then Jesus Christ did the laundry. Mm-hmm. So Yandi was the name of the original what this album was supposed to be. It was the original right. album. His next album was supposed to be this. And it was completely different from leaks that we found. Completely different from this. He was working on this for years. Had the release date planned. Came and went. Uh, possibly because he was already being worked on spiritually. You know, at that point. But but we don't think that he had made that decision yet. Uh, the, the salvation. But uh, he's saying here pretty much... I was working on that. Then Jesus Christ came into my heart, cleaned me up a bit. And so this is what I'm bringing forth now. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing, which uh, I think is really neat. Um, it was one of my least favorite songs from the new album. Sound-wise. Sound-wise. Right. Lyrics was, are pretty good. It was super weird to yeah, me. Yeah. He does sound... He is very experimental sounding on most of his songs Mm -hmm. uh and he always really kind of has been uh but you know i like the uh the (laughs) line directly before everybody wanted yandi then jesus christ did the laundry Mm -hmm. is before the flood people judged they did the same thing to noah and that of course perked up my ears i'm like okay he's spitting some truth he's actually bringing the gospel you know and then heard that that portion, and I was like, oh. Because you really, for me, it's a matter of, and I'm going to probably say this with all the songs that we discussed, but it's a matter of, is he being honest? Is he being genuine? Is he is he bringing the gospel? Or is he just saying all the right things? Right. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That that line <laughs> specifically spoke to me just because people, he knew ahead of time. He knew ahead of time what was going to happen, that mm-hmm. people were going to doubt him and be skeptical of it. And it is much the same as what they did with Noah. You know, yeah. they had never seen rain before. What you doing building a boat? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with that. Um, let's see. Everything old shall now become new. The leaves will be green, bearing the fruit. Love God and our neighbor, as written in Luke, the army of God, and we are the truth. Uh, I mean, he just, he seems very, very new Christian-like. You know, the, mm-hmm. very, the, the I, I'm a believer now, and let's charge the gates of hell with a water pistol. You mm-hmm. know, that's, that's kind of how we all feel. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> we do that or like if we go have like some mountaintop experience at camp when we're a youth kid or whatever, we come back on fire again. And, and that's what he sounds like. He sounds yeah. like right now he is an on fire believer. Uh, let's see. You wanted to talk about or you were trying to talk about the uh, songs on closed on the lyrics on closed on Sunday. Yeah. Share with us what you were. Well, hold on. I got to bring it up. I got to look. <laughs> She's Louise. <laughs> See, an an internet here in our building is super slow. So, <laughs> well, what you were saying was that at first it sounded corny and cheesy because they're like, "Oh, it's just another Chick Fil A song," and so you know it does start that way. Close on Sunday, you're my Chick Fil A. Uh, <laughs> you're my number one with the lemonade. <laughs> That's what I get every time. Number one with the lemonade, <laughs> diet lemonade, which is on fire, and extra pickles. But you know. That's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your phone's still backing up? No, it, there? it's okay. there. So what did you want to talk about? Okay, so here's the thing. And I, I tend to come at lyrics from a different point of view, always. I tend to try and find the artistic value in it and that it possibly very well could mean something more than just what the lyrics are saying. Right. Okay. So what you were just saying, closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A, hold the selfies, put the grandma away, get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. So for me, that was, okay. Chick-fil-A is such a, like a renowned restaurant. It is the top dog of the re- of the fast food chains right everybody loves chick-fil-a it doesn't matter yeah even even all, all the portion of the country that hates chick-fil-a for their beliefs loves has that Chick-fil-A internal struggle for their of, food. Of, yeah. exactly <laughs> and so for me he's it, it, it it's almost as if god is chick-fil-a okay that is and it sounds bad the way that i say it but take it from an artistic approach take it from a symbolic approach okay he is closed on sunday personally kanye is closed on sunday he's not doing anything Mm -hmm. because his worship is what's important okay because god is his chick-fil-a Hold the selfies, put the gram away. He's not doing this for fame. He's not doing this for attention. He's not doing this for publicity or to be put on Instagram or whatever. And then get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. It's something that um, he wants to pass on. It's a legacy. He wants it to be not just for himself, not just something that, like I said, that he's doing publicly to get to get likes or 
or even unlikes, you mm-hmm. know, just so that his name can be out there. Yeah. He's doing it for himself and for his family, for his children and for his wife. Mm-hmm. So I had to really take myself back and stop thinking of it as another Tim Hawkins funny comedy skit on Chick-fil-A and just take a moment of... Because at the end of the day, Kanye is an artist. He is a musician, you know? And it... I mean, musicians all the time have artistic liberty with their... um, with their lyrics. And so I wanted to just take a step back and go, okay, what possibly is he meaning more from this? And that's kind of the route that I took. Okay, he is personally not putting anything above God on in his life. Right. You know? Yeah. So. And, he's, and he's talking about, essentially this song is about keeping the Sabbath holy, you know, like, right. you, like you alluded to, but he's talking about the reason why and, and what we should kind of be focusing on when we're, when we're in this. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, when you have daughters, keep them safe, raise our sons, train them in the faith through temptations, make sure they're wide awake. That speaks really clearly to me, that line, because, mm-hmm. You know, as someone who dealt with a pornography addiction for for many many years, mm-hmm. I know that that's a a uh, a conversation and probably a, a lot of conversations I'm going to have to have with my two boys as yeah. they get older and get to that point of trying to make sure that they're they're strong in the face of those temptations because mm-hmm. they're going to be everywhere. Right. There's 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 no way I'm going to be able to keep him from ever seeing pornography, either right. one of them, and so it's got to be on them and hopefully I'm going to be able to be up to the task of teaching them why it's so important to yeah. avoid those temptations and to be awake. Um, and so, you know, I see that as well. Um, <clears throat> let's see, where is this? I even like, um, I think it's within the second verse, stand up for my home. Even if I take this walk alone, mm-hmm. I mean, he knows Right away. And I think that's something that a lot of baby Christians, you know, we hear it, but we don't really take it into consideration of how lonely our Christian walk can be at times, you know, because people are second guessing us or bashing us or questioning our decisions or, you know, even other Christians. And so for him to say his number one priority is to stand up for his home, to make sure his children and his wife are you know, protected, if yeah. you will, um, even if he has to do it by himself. Yeah. And then one of the things we talked about in the last hour was, you know, how this is, seems to be the less, le- the least arrogant he's ever sounded in an album. That very next line after what you just said is, I bow down to the king upon the throne. Mm-hmm. I I never thought I'd hear the day when I heard Kanye West say he was going to bow down to somebody else exactly. he was calling king. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And that's and that's what like all of these songs really reflect. They all really reflect a a a more humble attitude. Um the song, let's see, where is it at? I think it's Hands On. Um Yeah. Hands On where this is a very This is this is this is almost a a convicting song for Christians who didn't want to believe it. You know, yeah. don't want to trust Jesus because or don't want to trust that Kanye's a believer in Jesus now, uh, a genuine believer, because uh, it goes on to say at this point that. Uh, let's see, where is it? 
he says, uh, said, I'm, I'm fixing to do a gospel album. What have you been hearing from the Christians? Mm-hmm. They'll be the first ones to judge me, make it feel like nobody loves me. Um, I said, if they only see the wrongs, never listen to the songs, just, just to listen is a fight, but you booked me for the flight. It's so hard to get along if they only see the sight from the love of religion. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Uh, <clears throat> then down here in this, this second verse, which you might not, you might not hear very clearly in the song because it's actually heavily uh, synthesized, this part of the verse. But this is this is where that that self-deprecation comes in. It said, after all that, saying that the Christians are going to be the first one to judge me and all this, mm-hmm. he says this, I deserve all the criticism you've got. If that's all the love you have, that's all you got. To sing of change, you think I'm joking to praise his name. You ask what I'm smoking. Yes, I understand your reluctancy, but I have a request. Don't throw me up. Lay your hands on me. Please pray for me. Mm-hmm. I mean... He's saying, look, you're going to doubt me, and I understand you're going to doubt me. You're Mm going to doubt that this is a real change. I've given you reason. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then there's another, the other lyric in another track, which we heard, I think it's Use This Gospel, where he says that, uh, um, what does he say? Oh, he says something along the lines of, you know, who am I to judge? I'm as crooked as Vegas. And he says something later on that that's... uh, uh, there's a lot of souls lost and basically it's my fault kind yeah. of thing yeah. uh, that I'm the one that, that lost them or, you know, I'm the, I'm the one that put them, got them that way or something of that nature. Um, it's, it's a, it's an owning up. It's, it's almost a, a repentance, you know, in these songs Yeah. for the way he has very much so mm-hmm. expressed himself and led people, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the years. And I think for <clears throat> me that not only, are we hearing a change in his level of arrogance? You know, he is definitely much more humble in this album. But we are also hearing a level of accountabil- accountability and a level of admittance to mm-hmm. what he's done wrong. Yes, sure, it may be easier for him to admit his wrongs because he sees it in the tabloids, he sees it in the gossip columns, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's all over um, media, if you will. So... You know, our our sins may be a little more hidden and it may be a little harder for us to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. In 2005, we did that. I need I need to seek repentance for it. Yeah. His is everywhere. He can go back and look for it. But taking Kanye for who he was prior and who he has shown and proved himself to be, this alone is the biggest testimony to what an actual life change he's experiencing his lyrics and the fact that he is able to admit what I was before sucked. Yeah. So with, with all these, with, with all these lyrics, with all the, the speculation leading up to it, everything we've heard and we haven't heard and the rumors flying and the gossip and the interpretations of, is this real? Is this not? We come down to the question that I don't think anybody really expected to ask until they heard the album. Should Christian radio stations play this music? You want my answer? I do. Why wouldn't we? 
I mean, just to be totally honest, do we know the testimony of all of our other favorite Christian bands and Christian artists? Do we do we know what their past was? Do we know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't, other than what they tell us in song. But truth is, most of them came to know Jesus before they came to their career. Right. And I think this is a huge, huge um, benefit for believers to be able to say, this is this is what Jesus does. This is the life change that you experience. Jesus can take a mess and create a true message out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so why are we that moronic that we would say, <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't a believer yesterday, so he can't play his music today. Right. And see, it's... it's uh... We're in this situation, like well, like you said, we don't know anybody's you know true story out there. We have we play plenty of Christian artists simply on the basis of them saying they're Christian artists mm-hmm. and listening to the lyrics of mm-hmm. their songs. Yeah, we don't go back into their past, dive back into everything that they did in their past. It's just that Kanye has been so in the forefront of everybody's uh, pop culture for the last decade or more that uh, doing the opposite of what he's doing now. Yeah. That people want to be skeptical. And again, I get it. I understand why that's that would be an impulse. But at the same time, it's not really our place to say, well, no, it's not genuine. Yeah. It's our place to pray that it is and encourage the good that he's doing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if this is a bridge from Kanye fans who were Kanye fans in the old manner that are still willing to listen to Kanye now in the new faith-filled gospel-infused music that he's putting out. Mm -hmm. That should be a good thing. Yeah. And on top of, not only are his lyrics going to reach people, but I can see so many young men who idolized Kanye, Mm -hmm. thinking that he was a figure of power and a figure of what a man should be, you know, um, because he didn't take no crap from nobody. He was his king. He was, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That was the arrogant Kanye. But then to see him humble himself and come to Christ and admit that Christ is his king, I can see so many young men go, whoa, if he can do it, Maybe I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, the other the other argument that people have is, you know, why should we why should we build him up just because he came to Christ? That there are a lot of people that came to Christ. His conversion is no bigger or more special than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like what Adam Ford from Discern News says. Uh, he said in a, in his opinion article. Eh, that's right and that's wrong. His conversion in and of itself, sure, but Kanye has sold 21 million albums and 100 million digital downloads. Millions of people listen to every word that he utters. He has the potential to influence masses, masses of people. So it is a big deal that he's bringing this music to the forefront with the Mm -hmm. lyrics that he has. And 
for that reason, I believe it should be welcome on Christian music, Mm -hmm. Christian radio. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, is it possible a year down the line he'll flip flop and, or it'll be some weird cult or who knows some bad thing. Sure. There's that possibility. Sure. But that's not my place to say that's going to happen. And Mm -hmm. that's not my place to worry about that. My place is to encourage this new believer, pray for him and pray that he continues to grow in the faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, And honestly continues to put out music that glorifies God, glorifies Mm -hmm. Jesus. So for that reason, Back Row Radio is going to be playing some of these songs. I I can't believe I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) You just whoop whooped for Kanye West music. But you don't like Kanye West music. Uh. (laughs) But you're excited because of the point. You're excited because of the message. I actually like, I like the (laughs) Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the message behind the songs. They're a little weird, some of them. They're a little weird. I like it. I like the experimental stuff. I really do. That's why we play a lot of Kevin Max, too. A lot of his stuff is weird and experimental. Well, you know, you're weird, so. <laughs> <laughs> but this, let me be clear. This is not a, just like an excuse to let us play one of the most popular artists, you know, on the station. They're like, oh. Well, now we have an excuse to play Kanye West. Listen, if you've been listening to the show, <laughs> then you know. <laughs> Honestly, I told somebody this online because we, we asked this question to our, our, our scoopers, which is the people that are Patreon donors, essentially. They help us make decisions. And we basically laid this all out and asked them what they thought, told them to listen to some of these and uh, tell us whether or not we should play them. And I honestly said, if I had my way, I probably would just ignore this and skip over it because I know it might cause some backlash. Pretend like it's not happening. Just right. pretend like it's not happening. But I feel like I feel like it's important. Yeah. I feel like it's important to the culture that we encourage this kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, we did the same thing with uh, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne has been, you know, a Christian for a long time, but her music has been mostly secular. But she came out with a, a very worshipful song. And so we play that song. We don't play any of our other stuff, but we play that song because it is worshipful. It is. We don't play Skater Boy? <laughs> we don't play Skater Boy. That's the only <laughs> other song I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I believe, I believe it's a good thing, and I believe we should be encouraging this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we are going to play it. You'll probably hear it in the upload later today. So his stuff will start playing later today on the station. Cool deal. You know, I do want to say you talked about how, and we even talked about this with um, in the first hour when we talked about Toby Mac and the loss of his son. But it's just that natural, innate reaction within us to just be skeptics, Mm -hmm. to just question it and doubt it. And I've said this before, and I just want to say it again, just as a reminder, but. And I have to tell my kids this on a regular basis. Our first reaction, our first natural reaction to things typically is not how we should respond to a situation. Because that natural reaction, we know we live in a sinful nature. Our nature is innately sinful. And so whatever that first response is, we should always take a step back and go, wait a minute. 
Is this how Jesus would respond in this situation? Is Obviously, I'm going to take it back to the 1990s when we all wore our WWJD bracelets. <laughs> but, you know, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. Is the way that I'm responding reflective of his nature or reflective of my sinful nature? Right. And by doing that, by taking that step back, I think a lot more of us can all be in agreement that right now, our first response needs to be to pray for and encourage Kanye in, in this new journey of his. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, quick uh, quick radio update. Last week we added a lot of new music. Uh, we got classics from By the Tree, Sidewalk Slam, and Pivot Flex, which I forgot was even a band, honestly. Uh, new, <laughs> new stuff from We Are Leo, Citizen Way, Sarah Reeves, and Jesus Loves Electro, and some indie stuff from Altered Hearts, White Lantern, and Brad and Rebecca. Brad and Rebecca being one of our first indie hey, artists back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They're still making some real good Way worship back music in out the there. day. Uh, so stick around. We will be back soon to close out the show. Macro Radio is a commercial-free ministry that is partially funded by our Patreon donors. If you like what we do here at Macro Radio and you'd like to support us financially, please visit patreon.com slash Macro Radio. morning show as we close out the show for the day we got your bible verse and thought for the day bible verse is first peter 1 24 through 25 for all people are like grass and all their glory is like the flowers of the field the grass withers and the flowers fall but the word of the lord endures forever and this is the word that was preached to you and our thought for the day comes from in touch as a follower of jesus christ your most powerful asset the greatest privilege is prayer. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific. The Encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific podcast is usually available in the afternoon on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to brbchurch.com. If you love what we do here on the Backrow Morning Show and Backrow Radio as a whole, we'd ask that you please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash Radio. Hey, Android users, don't forget time to download our brand new app and replace the old one on your phones go to the play store and search back row radio both apps are still probably going to show up but look for the one with trip our ice cream cone mascot on the icon and that is how you'll know 
That's the new one. On the icon. <laughs> Think Got an ice cream cone. Ice cream cone. <laughs> on the cone. icon. On the icon. <laughs> Hush over there. We still have to tell our iPhone users that the new app should be available for them soon, but just continue using the old one. It'll still work. <laughs> we're, we're, re- we're making inroads finally with the Apple thing. So really, hopefully, very soon. If not before the end of the month, really quickly after. Uh, that's it for the show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, for a special. Like we're gonna, do, we're gonna do a special thing tomorrow. It's kind of a throwback. A special thing. But it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a special thing. It's just, a special I'm not, thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna explain it. Just come back for that. Uh, <laughs> one last thing. Expect on Halloween, we're gonna do a eight-hour-long Halloween rock Ooh. block. Ooh. Hard, loud, screamy music. Everything oh that you would hear on back row, but louder. Halloween day. So get ready for that. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Bo, what's the final word? Yay for Kanye. (laughs) That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.